what that sound means. It's another exciting installment of the Van Brawl Season Podcast, where we talk local sports, both the Atlanta Pro franchises, like the Braves, Hawks, Falcons, and we also talk the University of Georgia Bulldogs. So strap in, guys. It's another exciting episode about to start right now. What's up, Podcast Land? This is just Jamie and Joe of the Fan for All Seasons podcast. On this week's episode, we are talking about a very special milestone for the podcast. We're also talking some University of Georgia Bulldog basketball and some Atlanta Hawks basketball as well. So, but before we get into this majorly exciting announcement in celebration of the pod and some hoops convo, time to get a word from our sponsor. And Fan for All Seasons is brought to you in part by Georgia Smoke Barbecue, authentic original smoked barbecue catering. You can learn more at georgiasmoke.com. So guys, I want to tell you, so on January 30th, 2023 is a very special day in the history of Fan for All Seasons. That is the day that Fan for All Seasons was born, created, and on January 30th, Fan for All Seasons had its fifth birthday. So I just want to thank everyone, whether you are a first-time listener or whether you've been with us since the beginning. RG3, I want to thank you especially for being my partner on this project, for putting this idea in my head five years ago, and then bringing this idea to life. I appreciate you teaching me the ways of editing and production while you aren't on as many episodes as you used to be when we first started your presence and fingerprints are all over and for all seasons and for that i just really really thank you and i appreciate all of your help with everything that you've done i always knew doing a podcast would be fun i just didn't realize how much fun it would be and now that i've done it for five years now it is truly the most fun i could ever have it's the ultimate hobby and for me to get the chance to be able to talk about the the teams that I've grown up with, whether it be the Braves, the Hawks, the Falcons, and the University of Georgia Bulldogs, to be able to talk about these teams, you know, whether it be myself or guests or, you know, whoever we have on the show, just being able to talk about these teams and being able to talk about sports in general has just been such a fun ride. And I I, I just can't thank everyone for all the support. You, You know what, you know, whether it's uh, purchasing pod merchandise which you can purchase at our merchandise store on our website and I appreciate all the all the support that we've gotten from our merchandise it's really cool being able to wear your gear with a brand that you are associated with and something that you have such a deep connection with and something that you have such an affiliation with like this like like I root for all my teams like the Braves the Hawks and the Falcons well fan for all seasons is like the newest member in my like team love affair like I'm always wearing pod gear and I just you know wherever I go and I'm always trying to give it as much attention as I can and I'm always trying to grow it and promote it and I just appreciate everybody like like I said who's wearing their pod gear you know out and about and that that really helps us as well word of mouth marketing really is the way to go and I also want to thank our sponsor our friends over at George Snow who have been great with us John Lenz I want to give you a shout out as well all of your help and support uh, with, with helping us work with you you and us in turn working with you guys promoting Georgia Smoke every week. I, I really appreciate
appreciate our partnership and it's something that I look forward to continuing to work with Georgia Smoke for a long, long time. And my hope is, guys, that Fan for All Seasons will continue to grow not only with guests, but in downloads and in support and also in merchandise as well. I've got some big ideas that I'm thinking about as far as what to do merchandise-wise, more other ways for you to grow and more other ways for you to represent this podcast. And I'm, I'm always thinking about ideas, how, how to make the pod better. I'm a big dreamer and like that's kind of how I look at doing this. And uh, like do, doing this podcast for five years has truly been a dream come true. And I cannot believe it's been five years. And I hope to continue to do this as long as I can because doing this, because doing this every week is truly the highlight of every week for me. And and I hope you, the listener, have had as much fun listening every week to, to whatever we're talking about on the show, as much fun as I've had hosting, producing, and just dropping the pods in all our major podcast platforms. I just really appreciate everyone who, who has been with us for five years, like I said, or if you're a new listener, I, I appreciate everybody's support and podcasts could not be possible without you, the listener, you, the fan. And I, like I said, I'm just so thankful for all the support that you guys have given us through five years of fan for all seasons. And like I said, I hope to continue to do this birthdays for fan for all seasons and years to come because like I said doing this every week for me is the highlight of every week getting to talk sports and get it just getting to share like my passion and insight about these teams that I've lived and died by ever since I was a little kid now we're going to talk some University of Georgia Bulldog basketball before we talk about the Georgia Auburn game from Wednesday February 1st I do want to jump back to the South Carolina game on the 28th of January and when we last left you guys on the pod I was telling you all about that horrific losing streak that Georgia had to South Carolina and Georgia South Carolina was a great game and Georgia pulled it out 81 to 78 in overtime to end that horrific losing skid like I've talked about ad nauseum and so the big leader for Georgia was Mardrez McBride the transfer guard from North Texas has kind of had an up and down season but in the South Carolina game last Saturday he came to play he was Georgia's leading scorer with 17 points he was 5 of 7 from 3 that's been Mardrez McBride's real calling card. He's a lefty three-point shooter. He really hit some big shots for Georgia. I thought he played well coming off the bench for the Dogs. I kind of like him in that role, kind of being that six-man outside shooter can give Georgia, like I said, some outside shooting help. He, he and Jabri Abdurrahim can kind of both be that guy to, to shoot Georgia back in a game if they need it, and they did need it for the most part. I do got to give some props to Frank Anselm as well. Frank got another start. He scored 12 points. And grabbed, and grabbed four boards. I really like what Frank Hanselman has brought to this Georgia starting five. He's brought energy. He's brought toughness. And not to say that Braylon Bridges hasn't, but I like Braylon Bridges coming off the bench. I think he kind of changes the pace a little bit because when Bridges is in the game, he's looking to score and he's looking to get, um, he, he's looking to establish his presence in the post. And I just kind of like what they've done now. Frank, to start the game, gives Georgia more length inside. And I feel like it's good for him to kind of get in the kind of getting the flow of the game as far as grabbing rebounds and blocking shots and everything and I feel like this move moving Frank to starter and Braylon coming off the bench I think it'll be good for the dogs and I'm interested to see how this move works for the rest of SEC play. So the two big heroes in my eyes were Mardros McBride and Frank Anselm. I do want to also 
gives some props to another hero, and that was Jason Juice Holt, who who was the player of the game, according to UGA head coach Mike White, who I listened to on his Monday Night Calling show, which was a fabulous show. If you have the Georgia Bulldog app, I would highly recommend tuning in Monday nights at 8 o'clock. You can listen to Mike White and the great Jeff Danzler, ultimate Georgia historian, talk Georgia Bulldog basketball every Monday night during the SEC season. So, so like I said, Georgia held off South Carolina into that horrible losing streak against them, which was awesome. The last time they did that, like I said, was in 2016. Yours truly was in the student section cheering on the dogs when Georgia last beat South Carolina all the way back in 2016. So, like I said, it's just really nice to reverse the tide, beat a quality opponent in South Carolina. And I'm going to give them some credit. Gregory Jackson is a primetime player. He's really, really good. I think he's a guy that NBA scouts and NBA GMs are going to salivate over. He's a really big time talent. And I think he's a guy that that SEC fans, if you don't know this kid's name, you're going to know. He's really, really good. He's a really good player. And uh, I got to give South Carolina a ton of credit. You know, South Carolina made made shots. I was very, very nervous. They really shot the three ball well against Georgia. And Georgia made the necessary adjustments. Like I said, Jason Holt's energy coming coming in off the bench, playing good defense, getting loose balls, getting steals. I mean, Juice Holt really didn't make an impact scoring the ball, but he but you can make an impact in a game with defense, hustle, and energy, and that's what Jason Holt did. And the fact that Mike White said on Monday night that his MVP of the game in South Carolina was Jason Holt, I think he's spot on. Georgia doesn't win that game without Holt. And so, like I said, getting that win against South Carolina was awesome. The student section and the fan base inside Stegman was just on fire. It was a great atmosphere. Six o'clock tip time, probably the best tip time for a big time Saturday evening of college hoops inside the Stegosaurus. It, it doesn't get much better than that. And so now we're going to talk a little bit of Bulldog basketball, talking about the Georgia Auburn game. And then to round out our Georgia Bulldog basketball conversation, we will talk about Georgia's upcoming opponent this weekend as the road trip continues for the Dogs as they are at Texas A&M for an 8.30 tip-off on Saturday. So now we're going to talk about the Georgia-Auburn game from Wednesday night, February 1st, 2023. It was basically a really bad night for the dogs i to be honest guys i had a really bad feeling going it going into the game on wednesday night and i just i don't know going down to auburn is just weird i mean the last time georgia beat auburn at auburn was 2016 it was the 2016 2017 season i remember it, it was a close game yante mayton played really well for georgia yeah, yante mayton finished up with 31 points that night jj frazier at 27 georgia ended up beating Auburn that night 96 to 84 and Georgia just took care of business dropping a 96 burger on Auburn in particular Yante Mayton 31 points eight rebounds JJ Frazier 27 points five steals five assists and three rebounds those two together were quite a dynamic duo for the Georgia Bulldogs back in the day and so as I said this was a really bad night for Georgia the one bright spot for the dogs was Mardrez McBride McBride continues to shoot the ball well he finished up with 20 points and I feel like Mardrez has really found a role coming off the bench kind of being that six man he and Jabri Abdurrahim as I mentioned earlier in the pod we were talking about the South 
South Carolina game for Georgia. I think Marjorez gives Georgia shooting that they desperately need. At the end of the day, guys, let's just flush this loss, move on, because Georgia plays a really, really good Texas A&M team, and going to Texas A&M is really, really tough, too. And so some guys for Texas A&M Georgia fans need to be aware of, for A&M, it all gets started with Tyler Wade the fourth, who's averaging 14.8 points per game, four assists per game. He's kind of the guy that stirs the Texas A&M drink. He's athletic. Just a really skilled guard. Maybe if you don't watch a lot of SEC basketball or a lot of Texas A&M basketball, you're not familiar with this guy. A couple other guys for Texas A&M that Georgia fans need to keep an eye on as far as Saturday night, and those, and those include Texas A&M's second leading scorer, Tyrese Rayford, who's averaging 13.6 points per game and 5.3 rebounds, as well as two assists per game. And then for Texas A&M inside, it all starts with Henry Coleman, Texas A&M's leading rebounder, who's averaging 5.8 rebounds per game and 10 points per game. So these three guys are going to potentially be a problem for Georgia, and I look for Georgia's guards to bounce back, in particular Terry Roberts and Kerry Oquindo. As I've said before, I look at these two as kind of the straw that stirs the Georgia drink. I mean, this is really the strength of Georgia's team, Aquino and Roberts. And if those guys are having off nights, it's going to be tough for Georgia. I, like, I like what Georgia's gotten out of, out of Mardrez McBride and just saw in Holt. I like what they've brought to the table, in particular, Mardrez's three-point shooting. And what Jason Holt's brought defensively, his link, his playmaking on defense, his ability to create steals, all, all those kinds of things. And so, like I said, it really comes down to Georgia's guard getting back to playing playing good ball including McBride and Holt continuing what they're doing plus Roberts and Aquinda so hopefully Georgia like I said can move on from this tough loss to Auburn and bounce back at Texas A&M on Saturday night at 8 30. After the Texas A&M game Georgia's next game is Tuesday night back home in Athens against the Ole Miss Rebels so that's what it looks like for the Georgia Bulldog basketball team coming up this weekend and early into next week so we're going to continue with the basketball conversation talking some Atlanta Hawks here and like I said on last week's pod, the Hawks were beginning this incredibly long five-game road trip out west. And it started out on Monday, January 30th, which when it comes out west, depending on where the Hawks are and how tired I am, if you're a Hawks fan and you and you want to keep up with the game but you like can't stay up, I think you should go flip on the Atlanta Hawks radio network and listen to the voice of the Hawks, Steve Holman. Steve does a fantastic job. I love Love Steve Holman. I did a little bit of radio work back in the day. I got to build some sort of a relationship with Steve Holman. And Steve is one of the great guys in, in Atlanta sports. He's so passionate about the Hawks. He's been doing it for a long time and was just nice as could be. So whenever I get a chance to listen to the Atlanta Hawks radio network, I always put on always put on my guy Steve Holman. And and the thing I like about Steve is Steve keeps it real. And as a fan trying to listen and keep up with the game, that's all you can ask for is your announcer to keep it real keep it honest and that's what I love about Steve so anyway the Hawks started this road trip Monday night against the Portland Trailblazers and they lost 129 and 125 so so Trey was dealing with an ankle injury so I was kind of annoyed about this and I was like I hope this isn't a long thing and all that and the next thing we know DeJounte Murray blows up he has 40 points a rebounds two assists and seven and seven assists so DJ Murray came to play on Monday night that was really really good to see for the Hawks like I said 
said, I know they lost to Portland, but getting that, but getting that type of punch out of DeJounte Murray was so big for the Hawks, and it showed me, it, it really showed me why DeJounte Murray is here. DeJounte Murray is not a household name by a lot of NBA fans before this trade to Atlanta came over, especially us here in the A. We weren't really familiar with what we had with DeJounte Murray, but Murray, but Murray just continues to play really good basketball, like, like play really good defense, make shots, make plays, and that, and that's what I really like about what you've gotten out of DeJounte Murray. He's kind of been the guy who brings energy, brings toughness, brings tenacity, things like that. And that's all you can ask for out of your hybrid point guard slash shooting guard in DeJounte Murray. So going into the Phoenix game on February 1st, 2023, the Hawks had lost two in a row and were looking to bounce back. And boy, did they ever. They scored over 132 points. The Hawks also knocked down 19 three-pointers as a team. It, it was a really impressive night shooting the basketball and there's that guy again DeJounte Murray who led the way with 21 points against Phoenix he was four of seven from three along with eight assists I'm telling you guys DeJounte Murray drops 40 on Portland and then 21 against Phoenix he, he's really in his zone. he's really playing his best basketball right now and it really is fun to watch as an Atlanta Hawks fan. And then, like I, like I said, a balanced night from different guys. Then we go to Trey Young. Trey Young had 20 points. He had 12 assists. Now, this is the Trey Young that I really like when Trey's looking to get his teammates involved and score the ball. Uh, I really I really like when Trey's in this zone. He's starting to play good basketball. Again, I know he had the ankle injury, but he played well against the Clippers last Saturday night. And that's the, like, like I've said, basically all season. This Hawks team can ever stay healthy for a consistent period of time. Nobody in the NBA that they can't match up with. They can match up with anybody. T talent wise, they're, they're as good as a Golden State. Talent wise, they're, they're as good as in Milwaukee. They're, they're as good as these other teams who are really, really talented. The Hawks are right there as far as talent, but they've just had so many issues on the court. So, continuing with a little bit of the Phoenix game, DeAndre Hunter had 15 points last night along with four rebounds. Now, I gotta be honest with you guys. I've been really critical of DeAndre Hunter. I think we all expected DeAndre Hunter to be this 20-point a night score with like 8 to 10 rebounds or maybe 10 to 12 rebounds a game because he was the number four overall pick in the draft and I just feel like DeAndre Hunter is so up and down and I know it's four years into his NBA career but the Hawks gave him that contract extension for 95 million dollars yeah guys where DeAndre Hunter is now he's making 9 million right now next year he's gonna make 20 million the year after that he's gonna make 25 million I just don't know if DeAndre Hunter is worth this I, I like when DeAndre Hunter's on but when he when he's off he's really off and hopefully DeAndre Hunter can continue to play solid basketball. Again, if you, if you want my opinion of who the Hawks are most likely to trade, what I would do, I would trade either Bogey or DeAndre Hunter. If you want to know the truth, I know there's all the rumors about Collins. You guys know how I feel about JC. I'm keeping JC over Bogey and DeAndre Hunter. Just plain and simple. Because we expected DeAndre Hunter to be this like cold, like solid defensive guy. And as well as give you offense. And DeAndre Hunter hasn't been that. He's been really inconsistent. Anyway, enough about that tangent. But like I said, the Phoenix win was so big. Scoring over 132 points. 19 made three pointers as a team. Um, that's really, really fun to watch from this Hawks team. 
game and I stayed up to watch every dribble of the ball last night and I know Phoenix is kind of reeling they don't have Devin Booker right now and Chris Paul is you know he's starting to show his age Chris Paul is 37 years old like you're starting to see Phoenix this is the last game before a long East Coast road trip for Phoenix which the Suns will be in Atlanta on the 9th of February which is also the night of the NBA trade deadline so it's going to be interesting to see what the Hawks do or do not do coming up then how did the Hawks finish this road trip you may ask the Hawks continue this Western trip against the Utah Jazz on Friday at Denver on Saturday that's a back-to-back at Utah at Denver that's not easy and they finish up with the New Orleans Pelicans oh a week from Tuesday. It's the same time. It's the same night that Georgia is playing Ole Miss in basketball. So it's going to be a fun night of hoops next Tuesday with the Hawks and the Pelicans and the Dogs and Ole Miss. So anyway, all, all that to say, this is going to be an interesting stretch for the Hawks. Where they go from here? The trade deadline's coming up. I, I just want to see this Hawks team continue to play good basketball and win. If, it, if they win, all these rumors and all this stuff you read in publications and stuff like that go away. Win, winning cures all, guys. And the Hawks have got to find that that fire to continue to win basketball game because if they do that good things happen the hawks are right there as far as being a top six team in the east they're right there talent wise they can play with anybody in the league i just hope this win against phoenix kind of gives them momentum to springboard things for the rest of the road trip and coming back to face the phoenix suns again when you get back from this long west coast road trip this is a big win for the hawks and hopefully they can build off this and get some momentum that's going to conclude our atlanta hawks talk for this week so now guys i want to tell you about fanforallseasons.com it's our website where you can go you can check out all our recent episodes this episode will be dropping you can go to our merchandise store you can check out our comfy colors t-shirts and the alternate logo and colors of white and black we also have our long sleeve tees and our classic og fan for all seasons tees in red gray and i think blue my memory is correct so you can get all your fan for all seasons merchandise at our merchandise store go into the shop merch tab and they'll get you squared away with your favorite podcast merch and guys another perk of fanforallseasons.com is you can read about how the podcast came to be there's a sweet picture of rg3 and i with chip carey former atlanta brands broadcaster chip carey for those of you that are unaware chip carey has now made the move over to the st louis cardinals it's kind of a homecoming for him he gets to broadcast his hometown team his grandfather harry broadcasted the cardinals back in the day and i believe skip did some as well and so now chip gets to go home in a sense that's kind of cool for chip so there's a cool picture of rg3 and i showing with former atlanta braves broadcaster chip carey so if you like this podcast you can find us on any major podcast platform give us a like and subscribe any major podcast platform give us a like and hit subscribe and so now guys it's time to get a word from our sponsor to close out this week's show and fan for all seasons is brought to you in part by georgia smoke barbecue authentic original oak smoked barbecue catering you can learn more at georgiasmoke.com so for myself jamin joe this has been another exciting installment of the fan for all seasons podcast we'll talk to you guys next week see ya go dogs and go hawks